Welcome to week four, or I guess episode four, whatever you want to call it, of the Field to Court football podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Laughlin. Um, we've got Jack and LJ. Jack, say hi. Hi, Jack here. Uh, happy to be back after, you know, not being on episode three, but, you know, Peter was nice enough to bring me back. Yeah, and LJ? Yeah, say hi. Um, I'm back after being on last week and another Seahawks one. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, I, I really don't remember my picks from last week. Um, but I am excited that the Saints won, you know, kind of, we're off to a slow start, you know. 14 nothing, and then scored, you know, like 35 unanswered um, and ended up winning 35-29. Um, LJ, I think your picks were all correct. Yeah, I went 15 another this week. Damn, that's good. Uh, but just to touch on the Saints game, I mean, uh, it was 14, it was 14-0, and I was uh, – I was pretty nervous, um, you know, someone who is, you know, as a Giants fan, you know, I can, I feel for the Saints in their recent playoff struggles and, you know, seeing them down after losing two in a row, uh, it was a little troubling, but, it um, was. you know, Kamara's very good and Bree started throwing the yeah, ball a little Drew further now. Actually, so. it was kind of surprised to see him air out the ball this week, um, because, you know, no Michael Thomas and no Jared Cook, who have been his primary, you know, airmail receivers. Um, and someone who yeah. uh, stepped up um, that kind of caught me by surprise was Traquan Smith. You know, he got it done. Four for four, you know, only 54 yards, but two touchdowns and that fumble recovery. Um, and then Latavius had, you know, Two touchdowns. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Um, again, still not much yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill. Um, but I think what's like really interesting is in in the NFL. I mean, it's a next man up type of type of game. Um, the NFL is so easy to get an injury with how how aggressive and how in the tackling and just the fast pace that the game has. And the fact that, you know, New Orleans was able to rebound. Actually, Traquan Smith on my fantasy football team bench. So I'm a little disappointed that I didn't start him. But I'm also happy because, you know, uh, Traquan Smith, great wide receiver. Um, you know, got... got uh, Great wide receiver? Caught all the targets. Caught, caught all the targets he, he was throwing. Um, Emmanuel Sanders also had a pretty nice yeah. game. Uh, six receptions, 93 yards. Um, I mean, just, just like a pretty great game all around from the Saints. And, and I mean, you touched on it. I do think it's very interesting to see how they move forward with Taysom Hill. I mean, they put a first-round tender on him this uh, this past offseason. They think he's their future uh, quarterback after uh, Breeze leaves. So, um, you know, people are starting to see maybe a little bit of regression in Breeze. Because he's not throwing as many deep balls. I mean, so, I think um, we've been seeing some regression, you know, 
I think it's just this year was maybe it's just a slow start and we'll see him, you know, start air mailing again. But it seems to be this year's been the most noticeable regression. Yeah, for sure. Um, LJ, what do you think about the whole Drew Brees versus, you know, Taysom for the future? Like, do you think you think Taysom could be the future? Mm, I don't know with that one. I don't know because he's what twenty nine. Um, I want to say he's twenty nine. He's twenty seven or twenty nine. Here, I'll look it up here. Uh, he's actually thirty. Yeah, I think 30. he. I think he did uh, turn thirty this past August, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yes, twenty third. So it would be kind of a stretch to say Taysom Hill is the future of this team. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, LJ. Um, I don't think him but, being 30 yeah. completely discounts that because he's in, you know, pretty good condition, especially for a QB, you know, slash gunner, yeah, slash yeah, tight end, really slash receiver, slash running back, slash whatever. It's not like he's taking a lot of shots to his knees. Yeah, that's it's definitely true. Uh, perhaps we should consider pursuing, you know, the goat himself, Trace McSorley, this all season. Bit of a hot take. Oh come on! No, come on. absolutely not. Um, there's no need for that. Um, I'd say one game that was a bit surprising was Browns Cowboys. Um I think it's time we give the Browns some credit, but at the same time I think the Cowboys are just bad. Um you know you I just discredit I don't 49 think pointers. that yeah, you can go. You can't sure. discredit forty nine points. I mean Last year, Freddie Kitchens, he had, what, like five or six good games? No, yeah, I know. I think that's why, you know, the Browns are a good coach. I've a legit playoff team, maybe. um, What's his name? Stefanski. Since Stefanski's been hired, I've been saying they're going to be good. They're going to be AFC North contenders with the Ravens. Um, just got called the clown. Got called that. Well, is I think the Ravens will probably have Ravens will probably win it on lock. I'm saying they're gonna be contending with the Ravens. It's not like it's gonna be the Ravens are gonna win it by five games. The Browns are a good team. I say the Ravens probably win by three games. I think it'll definitely Ravens win. It's just a matter of uh, you know. The Browns, the Browns end up the season pretty uh, nice schedule with the Giants and Jets, so then uh, Steelers to end it off. So that Steelers game might be um, a deciding factor of who makes the um, who makes the playoffs among those two. But uh, just going back to this Cowboys game, I mean, this offense is great. I think the I think the pieces are finally clicking. 
Um, you know, it's devastating to see Nick Chubb go down. But, yeah. uh, you know, Kareem Hunt is probably the best uh, backup running back, I guess you could say, in the league. Yeah. I don't even know if you could call him that uh, with, with how they um, do a committee. But, you know, I also want to look at this defense because, you know, they've given up 20 points in, in every single game. Um, Dak had 30, 500 30 plus points. Yards. 30 plus points in uh, three of the four games, uh, including one against uh, Joe Burrow in, um, in um, prime time. So uh, I just think that, you know, this, this offense is amazing. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish there, but Dak Prescott had 500 yards. passing yards on this defense and four touchdowns. Like, that definitely says something about their defense. Yeah. I mean, if you look points uh, for and points against, their points for, they have they average 31 points a game, but then they also give even though they have a, a three and one record, you know, giving up all, you know, the, the saying is that defense wins championships. I think that the Browns are a great team, still very young. Um, I would like to see some of the pieces uh, on the Browns to click. I know they lost a couple people yeah. this off season, but um, you know, this is a team game. Uh, you're not going to be able to put 30 plus points up every week. And, you know, you, know, you have to rely on your defense sometimes, which, uh, you know, they nearly lost because their defense gave up uh, 24 points in the fourth quarter and nearly uh, gave up a fourth touchdown um, if it wasn't for the Denzel Ward interception. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to interrupt yeah. you right there, Jack. Let's hear it. Um, do you remember last year at the start of the season? Do you remember how the Chiefs defense was playing? How bad yeah. it was. And then at the pretty season, I'm pretty sure it was the bye week. That's when they got everything together, all their pieces clicked. And they were not a bad defense. They were a pretty good defense. And that was part of the reason why they won the Super Bowl. I've been saying the same thing for the Seahawks. I will say the same thing for the Browns. The Browns have pieces on defense. They have Miles Garrett, who I think is the – Best edge rusher you can argue um, with. Yeah, but also the Chiefs haven't, and they have Denzel Ward. The Chiefs haven't been known as like their 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 defense hasn't been known the same way the Browns' defense has. That's not what That's I'm trying thing. to say. What I'm trying to say is that the Chiefs last year, their defense at the start of the season was not very good. It was one of the worst in the league. And then in the mid middle of the season, I'm pretty sure I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure it was their bye week. Where all the pieces started clicking. Tyron Matthew, Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Yeah, and but yeah, the role and that was one of the key parts of them winning the Super Bowl this year. I just don't think you can pair the two defenses because it's been a a pattern every year for the Browns defense to struggle and only have, you know, a few exceptional or even, you know, really good pieces clicking. The Chiefs haven't been known like that. New head coach, new system. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have to see how this plays out. I mean, it's still, still you know, only four weeks. Yeah. 
uh, have gone by. It's still a quarter of the season, but you know, twelve twelve more games that they that they have to play. Uh, I see I see that uh, the Browns will continue to have some high uh, output on offense. It's just a matter yeah. of um, the defense uh, rebounds in the way that how LJ said the Chiefs did last year after their bye week. Hopefully for the Browns even sooner. Let's talk uh, Jets Broncos. Um, specifically yeah. Adam Gaze. Um, very questionable that he still has a job. How did he get fired before Bill O'Brien? That's just yeah, honestly. Yeah, I thought I thought that this was the game. I mean, Thursday night football. Um, you know, Sam next Donald week has to be the game. If they go own, if they start own five, and he's if they lose next week and he's not fired, he'll last all year. And I say the same thing for Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn isn't fired if they lose next week. Both of these guys will not be fired until the offseason. Yeah, I mean, but I really thought that this would be the game. Um, 100%. You play, you play, uh, you're playing against a QB no one's really heard of. Um, Brett Ripien, I believe, if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Um, you know, three interceptions for Ripien, but you know, still, still two forty two yards, two touchdowns. I mean, but to be fair, you know, he's Gordon got with a three NFL three QB digits. blood in him. His uncle was a Super Bowl MVP. Oh come on! You can't you can't say that it's, that's the reason. It runs why. in the family, man. That, it, it validates. No, it I, no, validates I agree. I was joking. I was, I was joking. Yeah, two I touchdowns, mean, three interceptions just, is unacceptable. It's just so disappointing to see Sam Donald on on a team like the Jets. I mean, you if you watched that touchdown run, I mean, it, he juked defenders, um, broke a tackle. Um, I wouldn't say they were so much juke as pretending to slide, so they would have to let up on the tackle before they otherwise they'd get penalized. It's right, not that it he actually broke him. ankles. It still worked. It still worked. I no, mean, it worked, it but it's just not used... so much a juke. You know, fair, fair. I'm what I'm saying is that he's how he's playing is smart. I mean, there's been I agree multiple. There's been multiple highlight plays the last few weeks. There's one against the Colts. Um, I believe there's one against the um the 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 Bills, where yeah. you know he's in the pocket, uh, and then he's and then he has to. You know, get creative, uh, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, and you know, make a play out of nothing, sidearm the ball thirty yards, and 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 you know, throw a touchdown pass right in the right in the money. I mean, Sam Donald, by far, is the best player on this team, and I can stand by that no matter what. You might um, say it's Le'Veon Bell, but I think that he's regressed. And you might be able to say it's Quinn Williams. I don't think he's had enough output yet. I agree. Um, it's not Quinn Williams. I think he has the just, potential. I think there's the potential for him, you know, but he's just not there yet. I agree. I think it's Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, it's in. You know, you just really hope that that you can get you can get uh, weapons that are a little better than Jamison Crowder, Chris Hogan, and Braxton Berrios. Yeah, I agree. Mm, you can make a case for Mackay Becton the way he's playing this season. I think Becton's great. I just think that, you know, when you – I mean, the, the the line's actually not that bad. Uh, you got George Fant, uh, Mekai, 
you have uh, Connor McGovern. Um, I mean, it's decent. Nothing too special. But, you know, it's just been like such a, it's just been a travesty for the whole team, except for Donald. I mean, I'm I'm a big Donald fan. I wanted the Giants to draft him. And so, you know, I'm not going to be a petty person. Yeah. I'm going to acknowledge a and you know Donald's been that 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 great player this season. He just hasn't had enough support. I agree. Um, well, I'm a huge Donald fan. I'm really not. Um, I love the guy. It's I'm not a USC fan. Um, My aunt went to USC, so I think it's. Yeah. I think it's an appropriate time since we already touched on, you know, our guy Bill. I think we need to talk about Vikings Texans. Um, I think it was time to fire him, but I think it's and I think it's been time. But I mean, they lost thirty-one twenty-three. Um wasn't terrible versus, you know, look at the Jets and the Falcons. Um, but in the Texans game, the Texans were three for 12 on third downs and one for two on fourth downs. The Vikings, five for 12 on third downs, one for one on fourths. Um, you know, I think the Texans could, if their new interim coach is really anything better than O'Brien, I think they could turn around. Um, maybe not a playoff run, but maybe, I don't know, 9-7 and seven or something. Um, That's generous. It's very generous. I mean, it's not, not that no. they're... Are, did, wait, wait, wait. Was it last year or the year before that the Colts started 0-5 and they ended up going to the playoffs? I think it was multiple years ago because last year they started 5-2 and two and then they just faded. Um, it's still in, it's not a um, possibility in that division. That division's not that not that good. Yeah. Um. There is one game I'd like to what? cover. Now we haven't talked about it yet, and that is the uh, Giants versus Rams. Giants fan here. I've said it multiple times yep. already, and you know. People, the spread was actually 14 and a half, yep. which, um, you know, is for those who are listening, is very big. Yeah. Um, largest of the week. And uh, the defense held up very surprising. I mean, there was a couple of drives from the Rams where Giants defense looked lost. But um, we re- we've realized that, you know, it's just a combination. This whole team's terrible. I mean, Daniel Jones, he has to learn ball security, um, whether it's 
in interception or fumbles. Um, you know, we have no run. We have no no run game. Although you know, we are able to establish a little bit well, of a run. You don't game. have a run game but, because Saquon. It's right, perfect. but you'd think that you know Devonta Freeman is a serviceable replacement. Dion Dion Lewis has had some very good years, especially in um in uh New England. Uh, potentially familiar with uh Joe Judge. Um, yeah. But you know I mean, you need to see more. You it, need to see more. Looking at it, you just now, have to see more. Looking at it now, the small volume of carries that Wayne Gallman had. He had six carries for 45 yards, which is a 7.5 average. Maybe you got to give it to Wayne Gallman more. I mean, I don't know. He's not that good. I mean, he, if I'm not he wrong, had a, last yeah. year when Saquon went on, didn't he step into that spot and play pretty well? Yeah, maybe 40, 50 yards a game. And where, did, they end, and where did the Giants end up with that? The fourth pick. I mean, exactly. this is a tank. And the Gettleman, I think the Gettleman experience is just, I see what he's done. I see how we could have been a sleeper team. I do think, though, that if you look at our schedule, we have played four good teams. Um, and this next slew of games up up till about um, December, we have a chance at winning all of them probably. Maybe not the Buccaneers <laughs> game, uh, but probably not the Buccaneers yeah. game. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's – I mean, most of these games is against our own division. Um, yeah. You don't but, exactly you know, have the toughest division just, out there. You know, when when your division's 1-2 when the division leader is 1-2-1, and one, which I also have to say, I don't think the Eagles deserve that win whatsoever. Um but um, it's just it's just embarrassing. It's every year. I mean, we 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 see how um, everyone clowns on the NFC East. Somehow, you know, they get two teams that are nine and seven. One of them's the sixth seed. One of them's the fourth. Sometimes, um, hopefully, you know, there's just a team in the future that can uh, make this division less of a less of a meme. But I don't think this is the year. It's sad. I think this year we should just eliminate the, your entire division for the playoffs. And honestly, I'm fine with that. I mean, go ahead. I don't think the Giants are making the playoffs. Um, as sad as that may seem for everyone. I mean, no here. matter – I say no matter who wins the division, they're losing in the playoffs first round. I mean, if you if you were to look at the – at the playoff standings today, um, I believe that the Eagles would be playing the Rams, and um, the Rams are very good, much better than the Eagles. To put it, I in still don't like the Rams terms. this year. I still think they're overrated. I think they, I think they're overrated. I don't think they should be three and one. But I mean, I'm um, not going to say they shouldn't you know, be three and one. I mean. Cowboys, be Eagles, Giants—just—that's not. It's not necessarily a schedule to boast about. And then next is Washington. Then essentially the Forty ers practice squad is 
basically what they're left with. Um, the Bears, I think the Bears could get that one pretty easily. And then Dolphins, and then they start to run into trouble for a couple weeks. Seahawks, Bucks, then back, you know, the Niners, I think, might be. Hopefully, we'll have a healthy or mostly healthy offense. Um, although the defensive line is not going to be full strength, but I think the Niners will get that. And then Cardinals, Patriots, um, Jets, Seahawks again, and Cardinals again. I think the Rams, like, they're overrated, but they're going to have a pretty good record just because of their easy schedule. Um, but let's let's take a look at the uh, Falcons game, shall we? Sure. I've said it, said it before. Calvin Ridley's old man. That is true. I was actually really excited to talk about Calvin Ridley, but first, I lost by I lost by zero point eight points. Because I won by seven. One catch. And me. <laughs> I lost by zero point eight points because he could not make one catch. He would have. He would have. Um. One had that one like PI call not been made. Yeah. Well, I guess that didn't save them. It was the um, wasn't there roughing on the same play? I, I think I there was know. roughing on the same play. Anyway, said it before, say it again. Don't like Matt Ryan, but I feel bad for him. Two hundred eighty-five yards. I mean, yeah, no touchdowns, but. No interceptions on Green Bay defense. Like, that's – I'd say it's – Are we going to act like Green Bay is out here with a top five defense in the league? I mean, top five defense in the league and the Falcons defense, basically the entire team is injured. And then and then uh, KZ got, got injured as well. I, mean, I would say regardless um, of injuries, the Falcons just suck. I, I think that they just suck you know, more now. You saw how they started last year, you know, lost like seven of their first eight games, something around there. Yeah. And then they were able to rebound. But, you know, th- you're not going to do anything in this league if, if you're, uh, if, um, you're going eight and eight. That's, it's just seen, it just, it's a mediocre season. Um, I yeah. think that the Falcons still have some talent. I just don't think I th- that um, – I think that Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley have become great new, like, true additions to this team where they can be so solid uh, producers. Um, I think that Todd Gurley fits into the scheme. Yeah. Um, Todd Gurley think- actually really surpassed my expectations. Yeah, me too. I thought that after the arthritis thing in his knee. Um, I mean, he still know, has I arthritis. It just shows that the arthritis wasn't what was holding him back. It was the team. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I think I think what's just really interesting is if, if you, you know, I'm a defensive-minded uh, uh, person when it comes to football teams. Um, when, when there's struggles, you have to look at the defense. Uh, and this defense, you know, you can't really blame them. It's pretty young 
some of these guys are pretty young, but it's yeah. also their star players and their leaders are injured. And when you don't have that guy who can who can who can get you out of a slump, you know, very easy to get these points get these points to pile up. Sure, it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but you've given yeah. up thirty points all four times, forty points to the Cowboys. You give up three touchdown leads to both the Bears and the Cowboys. You know, Seahawks just destroyed you in every single way. And then the well, Packers again, just, you know, the Packers just, you know. You can't put that on them. They're playing Russell Wilson. Right. I mean, Russell Wilson's going to be the MVP. I believe that. And I'll stand by that. LJ will too, being a Seahawks <laughs> fan. But, yeah. um, you know, this Falcons defense is atrocious. It's probably ranked worse in the league. I don't think I have to look that up. I, I think agree. If, if you have um, any knowledge of this sport. But, if you're counting rush defense, probably. If you're not counting rush defense, pass defense. Is right, right. Yeah. Um, I agree that the defense is atrocious. Um, but also, it's really hard to win games when the head coach doesn't have the locker room. I promise you that locker room is over Dan Quinn. Like, there's just – there's no one that's really the leader in the locker room. I mean, sure, Matt Ryan, but it's a bit of a, you know, mental block when everyone agrees – that the head coaches become a problem. Right. I mean, this team—it's changing. It's been this—it's been the same group of guys for quite a while, and you know, you see the defense shifting to a younger group. Um, you see the wide receiver core uh, shifting to a newer group, although they're still Julio. Yeah. Um, I just think that you know, with this newer team. And the guys, like you said, Peter, you know, moving on from Dan Quinn, it's just it doesn't make sense to have to to waste this season with Dan Quinn. You know, maybe get a six and ten record if you're lucky, um, just so that like you can finish out the season with the same scheme. Yeah, I think you have to try something. New. I would say you know we'll probably see something with a uh, with Bill with the departure of Bill O'Brien, hopefully. So maybe the Falcons should do the same. I agree. But, I mean, I'd say before all this, like before the injury bug, you know, beginning of season week one, I would say the Saints and Falcons would probably split this season series. But I'm starting to – not really starting. I'm pretty confident the Saints will just go 2-0. Um and it's not to say oh, that, yeah. you know, I just hate the Falcons, but they're, they suck and they're hurt, so they suck even more. The, ho- the head coach, he sucks. You know, the offense doesn't really suck, but the defense sucks. The head coach sucks. I don't know why the ownership, ha- like, I don't know why Arthur Blank has not fired Dan Quinn. Yeah. Like, this season is just. I, I thought 
higher of the Falcons than I do now. Um, but I think that's enough for week four. Let's look into week five. Um, LJ, what, what games are you keeping a close eye on other than Viking um, Seahawks? No? Okay. I don't know. I'm looking right now. I don't. Uh, okay, we'll come back. Uh, Jack, you have games or games? I have a couple. I actually have a couple games in mind. Um, uh, I, I have, think I have. I have three games. I have in a mind. feeling you're going to mention Chargers Saints. Actually, I wasn't, but I was going to leave that one to you. Um, what I my first game is Jaguars Texans. Really? Um, yeah, Jaguars one and three, Texans zero and four. Just. Just fired Bill O'Brien. We talked about it in this we podcast have. episode That's today. Uh, I want to see if if there's any immediate change in um in 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 the in the play that that the offense and defense I mean, has. I doubt it. I think it'll take this a week Jaguars team. I think this was yeah. I think this was definitely the week to fire him. You know, no, uh, the Jaguars. Yeah, but I mean, I think it'll take a week or two to adjust. For sure, for sure. I just want to see if there's any yeah, immediate, you know, change in hustle. You know, maybe there's uh like a a couple goal line. Maybe there's a big goal line stop, uh, that you wouldn't have yeah, seen last week true. per se. Um, the second game is uh Eagle Steelers. Yeah. Um, I'm still very high in Carson Wentz. Uh, I Why? don't love Big Ben this year. Why on earth would you I be think high that, on Carson Wentz at this point? I mean, I don't I think, think he's you know like terrible. I think this is just a really bad off year. I just think that he, you know, you know, he doesn't have his weapons again. He's had, Miles Sanders has been limited. Mm-hmm. Um, Dens or uh, Greg Ward has been one of his top weapons. Uh, you know, it's just been it's just been a grind. Um, we saw last game. Uh, against the depleted Niners, he was able to pull that one out thanks to a big uh, pick six from his defense. But um, I want to see if maybe they can carry this momentum uh, into this game where the Steelers had an unexpected bye week. Maybe it threw off their momentum, you know, with them being 3-0. I still think that the Steelers win this game. I just want to see whether or not uh, Carson Wentz is able to, you know, show people that maybe – Maybe it's not time to move on to Jalen Hurts just yet. That's what I wanted to say real fast. Um, um, I think if Carson Wentz, not if – I'll say if the entire team, not just him, has a slow or bad start, then maybe not look to Hurts. But if the team is kind of clicking and Carson Wentz is still struggling towards, I'd say maybe halfway through the second quarter – then I think you can put Jalen Hurts on deck just to see what yeah. will happen. Like, I'm yeah. not saying bench him for the season right now, but just see how Hurts does. Um, but what were your other games? Uh, and then the last game was um, – it was Bills-Titans. Uh, both teams undefeated. Uh, Bills able to – you know, 
keep uh, the offense rolling, Josh Allen. Um, He's been proving to people he's a pretty good QB, much better than people thought so in the beginning of the season. Um, And, you know, the Titans, uh, Derrick Henry's not in his late season form just yet, but he's still been pretty good in three games that third, averaging 106 yards per game um, and has two touchdowns over these three games, over 82 carries. Um, you know, the defenses on both teams have looked pretty sharp. You know, the Bills against the Rams that one week when they nearly blew a 28-3 lead, yeah. that was a little troubling. But, you know, Josh Allen was able to lead them back. So um, I think that both these teams are pretty well-rounded, and, you know, it will be a very interesting I agree, game to but watch. as of, like, this morning or, or this afternoon, I mean, um, I don't think the Titans are counting on the 10 players that tested positive to play. Um, True. And if you're missing 10 players... That's a big number. So I don't know if I mean AJ Brown out uh and AJ Brown out including the ten players yeah. too. So as well as Adam Humphreys. Those are kind of two big well. pieces of the team. Um LJ, you wanna tell us your picks now? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not just choosing this game because I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm choosing this game because the Miami Dolphins had just played really good against the Seahawks. I mean, I would, yeah, they played pretty good against the Seahawks. Yeah. 31-23. It was a tough game for the Seahawks going from East Coast to West Coast, but still, I'll give the Dolphins props to that. They stayed close with a team with that good of an offense, that good of a quarterback coach. And I want to see how they do against the 49ers. Um, just because we know how the 49ers had just struggled against the Eagles. Yeah. Because of their injuries. That's fair. But the previous week, they destroyed the Giants, even though it's the Giants. It's still their injuries. So I'm really interest, intrigued on this team. That's fair. And I want to see if the Dolphins' offensive line, who's – so far this year, they've been playing really good. Like yeah, um, definitely a great year. I want to see all the 49ers defense, especially. I want to see Javon Kinlaw because we have not seen Javon Kinlaw break out yet. I want to see if Javon Kinlaw can break out and even be a ghost of a player that DeForest Buckner was last year. Yeah. Um. In my second game. Yeah. Is another team that's in the division, the Rams. Uh, football team. Yeah, I actually like that game as well. I just want to see how the Rams' running game does against that defensive line, and if they can get their running game going, if the football team will be able to shut down a lot of those screens that they run, the Rams. Uh, yeah. I, I really want to see those two lines go at it. I agree. Um, like you said, I'm going to go Rams um, football team. But I'm going to actually contradict myself here. I know I said earlier the Rams will probably get that one done. Um, 
I've reflected on my words, and I would like to now say I've got the football team beating the Rams. Really? Um, I don't think there will be necessarily a, you know, specific breakout player for Washington. Um, I think it will be, you know, a te- more of a team effort. Everyone does their part. Um, but I'm, I'm picking the football team to beat the Rams. Um, and I don't have the best track record on this podcast of my upsets. Um, in fact, I don't think I've picked a single upset correctly, but it's going to change this week. And I'm watching Monday Night Football, Chargers, Saints. Not just because it's Monday Night Football and I'm a Saints fan, but I I really think it'll be a good game. I don't think the Saints will blow them out. I think the Saints will, you know, get it done. Um, but I think it'll I think it'll be a close game, you know. Um, and I think we're gonna I think we'll be able to stop Herbert. I think the Saints defense will. Step it up. Um, not going to lie. Ideally, um, Norris Jenkins doesn't play. Very upset with him. Um, but also not to wish injury or serious injury on anybody. But I hope Andrew Speed is out for the year. Um, he's by far a worse lineman. Um, but he just, he really sucks. He's, it's not that he's bad, but he's very mediocre, our worst lineman, and is always getting hurt. So is it, well, our entire offense line is always As a Seahawks fan, I'm very used to that with my offensive linemen. But if you, yeah, you might, yeah. you potty. If you look at every single Drew Brees sack um, with Andrews Pete out there, there's a good chance he's he's responsible for it. If you had to blindly guess any player was responsible, it would be Andrews Pete. He's just he's just terrible, and not that I could do any better, obviously, but I think I might want to put Will Lutz out there on the line before I put him back out there. Well, that's, that's a dangerous it's a dangerous You're call. right. I don't want Will Lutz to get hurt. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. I'll step up and do it. It's not like he isn't any take one, take one for the team. I think yeah, yeah you gotta take one for the team. Take yeah, some on this small Seahawks topic right here. Yeah. I want to point out Hugo Amadi and Ryan Neal right now. And um, especially Ryan Neal because Jamal Adams getting hurt, that was a big loss for the Seahawks. But then Ryan Neal came up from the practice squad. He had that game-sealing interception against um, the Cowboys. And he just had an interception against the Dolphins. Now that makes you think 
that with the injuries to the linebacking core and KJ Wright being suspicious this year, not playing that he's playing eh, and Jordan Brooks having to be a starter now, I really wonder what Jamal Adams is going to do at linebacker now, how often he'll be lined up at linebacker. Yeah. And like I said last year with the Chiefs, they made that mid-season turnaround. I think Jamal Adams, with Ryan Neal stepping up, I think Jamal Adams will be sliding down into the box a lot more than what we've seen in previous years with Ryan Neal stepping up in his position. Yeah. And I think the Seahawks defense with Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, arguably two of some of the best, or no, they are two of some of the best run stuffers in the league. And they're both good at pass coverage. I mean, Bobby Wagner has been iffy, but it doesn't help how we run base defense that much. But I agree. Um, I think – I just want to touch up on that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, definitely not a hot take, which I I probably have the hottest hot takes. But I think that'll do it for, you know, this week's episode. Um. Hopefully, Jack will be, you know, happy that the Giants, you know, win. Um, I'll be happy if the Saints win and the, you know, my picks actually work out. Let's not get ahead of here. Let's get not. Let's not get ahead of ourselves with the Giants now and still the Cowboys. I mean, no. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's fifty-two to three. Um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But um, and then LJ will be happy if the Seahawks, you know, beat the Vikings. Five more touchdowns. All right, five touchdowns is a bit much. I think he's done it two times already this season. Five or yeah, but that's just not something that's. He's playing the Vikings defense. Okay, but. He's done it twice. 50% of his games, he's thrown for five. 50% of four is just two. Okay, if he doesn't, that's still a lot. That's nice math. Thanks. I'm actually I'm actually a math genius now. 28 yeah, to three equals lone lead by the Falcons. Um, anyway, that that'll do it. Quite true. Yeah, and, uh, Minneapolis miracle equals uh, a lot. Hey, stop. Do not go there. Oh, that's foul. That was unnecessary, and quite frankly, that hurt my feelings. Yeah, you hurt his feelings. You know what? Now you're banned from from the podcast. I don't know if I can do that. You can't do that. Can I I ban people from the podcast? You can't ban someone from the podcast when he's (laughs) 49 and 14 in picks on the season. You know what? Yes, I can. Anyway, no, thank you, you Jack, for joining me, um, LJ. I'll talk to you. I'll I'll talk to you in private about your hurtful words. This is wonderful way to end. Well, good good session, yep. boys. All right, thanks, guys.